Hi, I'm Diane. Scott Brianna. So um, today we're going to be talking about the topic of having a good attitude, which, come on, I know it's kind of hard these days, right? <laughs> it can be, it can be um, difficult. And I just want to also, you know, be honest, or I mean, just be real with you and realize I know that not everyone is in a position in their life um, that it's, it's hard to have a good attitude sometimes, if, especially um, if you're dealing with some pretty heavy stuff. But for those of you who are um, in a fairly, you know, stable place in your life, um, and you're trying to maybe look at things a little bit differently, um, your attitude can really make or break things in a lot of areas. So um, Capriana, like I know that there's the attitude of, again, my generation, we talk about this. Um, we're dealing with a lot of people my age that are, you know, they're just crabby and complaining <laughs> about stuff all the time. But Aaron. generation, what the attitude issues can be. <laughs> uh, um, well, I think a lot of people in my generation um, have, you know, various backgrounds. Um, but I think in, in general, our parents, you know, kind of... Um, maybe gave us a bit too much liberty <laughs> as, as young people. So now we kind of carry that out in uh, entitlement. Um, I notice a lot from my generation, which is frustrating. Um, uh, and obviously that goes across generations too. Like I mentioned when you had, you'd stated your generation, I said, yeah, all the Karens, all the Karen videos and stuff, which oh, that's one. Not Karen. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I my mother-in-law has uh, her really good friend's name is Karen and she's the most not Karen of all the people named Karen. Um, I mean, I, I think that's, that's kind of a, a thing. I think we <laughs> kind of as a, as a younger generation um, dealing with what we're dealing with in society, it's, it's easy to um, just be negative all the time um, because so much is negative around us. So we generally, you know, it, having a bad attitude is almost, um, or just an attitude of pompousness or arrogance or whatever is, is almost being pushed. It's like, it's empowering, um, when it's not necessarily, you know, the best way to, to handle things, even in like a professional, um, space. And I'll say that for my generation and the generation, um, below me that are entering the workforce. Mm -hmm. Um, and that's not, you know, it's not just obviously entering the workforce, but that's a huge thing that, you know, we're, we're now doing, we're now leading, um, you know, in the workforce, we're moving up, um, millennials and, um, younger folks. So yeah, entitlement, arrogance. Um, but I do think to redeem, to redeem the millennials, I think we're the most socially conscious generation. So we're, we get our bad attitude, but we use our bad attitude to push, um, uh, fairness and humanity and togetherness and, um, making the world just for people, even we're not necessarily being nice about it, but you know, that's just kind of how we, that's kind of how we rock it. And that's how we do it. Um, but I think there's a, there's a balance, um, that's needed, um, in our own personal lives and our own personal times <laughs> with our own, you know, the things that we deal with, with our attitude, but I, you know, I'm all for, you know, fight the good fight when it comes to um, making the world a better place for everybody. But when it comes to, you know, a, some, a conflict at work or something, maybe we should have an attitude adjustment there. So, well, you know, and it's, yeah. And, and I guess my focus is going to be probably mostly 
on that, the career side of things, you know, there definitely does impact um, people around you. I mean, you know, if somebody has a, a, a bad attitude, um, people don't like to necessarily be around that um, because it brings everybody down, right? So um, again, I know there's a lot going on in the world, but the reality of, of all of it is, um, you know, if you, if you look at those around you and you want to be, um, if you want to be wrong among more positive people, um, you, you have to realize and look again within, you know, we've talked about this in the past, but, but it does, um, you know, contribute to kind of being surrounded by negativity then. And, um, but it, it, from a job perspective, it really can make or break getting raises Well, getting a job, you know, getting raises, uh, realizing that when you have a referral, when you're applying for a different job, they talk, you know, people don't realize that, um, that they will find out. I've had a lot of people call me and ask, Oh, I see that you know, so-and-so from LinkedIn, would you hire them? And, um, you know, and it's off the record (laughs) and, uh, you know, those, those things matter, your attitude matters. Um, and they say that in sports too, right? If, If you are in sports and you have a good attitude to learn, and be coached, that coach will most likely give you more opportunities, you know, but if you're pissed off because you didn't get play time, and you're going to complain and just be angry, um, that coach is going to see that too, you know, so I mean, it's um, being coachable and all of that, but, um, but it, it does hold you back too from from experiencing good things. But I, what I, yeah, I don't like it when people complain all the time or they just have a bad attitude. They don't want to do things or whatever. And, but then they complain that they're not moving in their, in their life or in their career. And it's important to realize um, what that looks like. Um, But, but yeah, I mean, being coachable and what is, what is being coachable look like to you, Capriana? Well, I mean, it, pure and simple to me, it's being able to accept constructive criticism and uh, apply it. Um, I I do understand that there are some, you know, there's lots of toxic workplaces and toxic management and stuff, and and that does exist and it really does suck. Um, So not, you know, obviously you don't want to, you want to be careful of situations that you're being taken advantage of. Um, But I think if you have, you know, somebody who, you know, a boss who's being actually constructive and and giving you some feedback, you know, everybody's had a one-on-one that might be a little uncomfortable. Um, But if they're giving you, you know, constructive criticism, like, you know, hey, I've noticed you're um, 15 minutes late, you know, a few times a week. Is there anything going on? Um, How can I help you do this? Let's get you back on track or whatever the feedback is. um, Even if it's, you know, something you don't want to hear, if it's constructive, that's like, that's what being coachable is just taking, taking people's, uh, feedback, um, and applying it. It can be positive feedback too. Um, you know, but, you know, taking, taking the good and, um, you know, the not so good in stride and, and looking inward, like we keep saying and applying. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. And even if, you know, it hurts or whatever, you know, we're just asking, you know, for them to, um, explain more and being, slow to, to defend. I mean, that's something I've had an issue. <laughs> I, I, you know, when I, especially in my younger years, um, cause I was always really conscientious to, you know, I was one of those that I wanted to do the very best. And, and if I, if I didn't get like a review that was the very best, I, um, 
it was hard, you know, I'd be like, so what, why, you know, but I was also the one that wanted to know why, so I can fix it too, you know, so if you do have that, um, asking, asking why or asking them to elaborate, um, but there's a lot to be said when you are an employee who goes to the manager to say, hey, um, I would really like to, you know, hear how I'm doing, and can we sit down and um, kind of talk that through and managers should do that on a regular basis, but I'm surprised by how many don't. So sometimes they're so busy, you know, so sometimes it's up to the employee to, to ask what can I be doing better or differently, or, um, if they're done with their work and rather than just sitting there, you know, on the clock, they should be looking for things that they can be doing to contribute to the company. And, you know, um, all of that I think is important too, because that's, I think, especially with the COVID and people working from home, um, if you are just doing just enough, that's having the wrong attitude too, right? If you're, if you're not trying your best and, uh, you know, I think that's, that's important, right? Is it's not going to get you ahead. I think it's not going to get you further. Cause I, I know that people, there's this, uh, trend um, where people are sharing their quiet quitting stories and act your wage. And I understand that there are, you know, it's hard out here. Inflation is crazy. Jobs aren't necessarily paying the most right now because nobody can afford anything. Um, so I under, I do understand some folks who are, you know, who have been, you know, in the short staffed and they're having duties piled onto them but they're not being given more compensation for their work. So th that I do understand, but I will say if you're, if you enjoy the job that you're working at, you're working for in a position that you enjoy for a company that you like, um, the only way to get ahead is to have some tenacity and um, yeah, take on, um, show, show your value um, mm -hmm. as an employee, if you want to get ahead. I think that that's, um, that's kind of my disconnect when I hear people who act their wage, but they do like their job and like the company. It's like, yeah, trust me, me of all people and you too. I understand the other duties as assigned ends up like you do the job of 20 people. <laughs> trust and believe I understand and you get paid pennies on the dollar. I trust me, been there, done that. It's hard. Um, but then, you know, if you're at a dead end, leave. Sure. But if you're at a place at a company in a position that you like, you want to get farther in the company, you want to get, um, grow, uh, your position, your, uh, raise, you have, you have to do, you have to demonstrate your value. You can't just say, well, I've been here for five years. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Are you contributing? You know? <laughs> yeah. Are you contributing? But yeah, you, you hit on a lot of good points. I mean, if, if, if somebody's doing a lot more, you know, than they should or, or whatever. And then it comes to communicating with your boss yeah. just to advocate for yourself. Yeah. Which I just talked to a friend yesterday that had a hard time doing that. Somebody who's my age. And uh, I was surprised, you know, that, that she was concerned about advocating for herself and kind of coached her on it, you know, just because that's with my business side of my background. Um, I'm used to doing that. But the other thing I think is important to think about um, is, if you stay within your comfort zone, so we're kind of shifting a little bit now into getting out of your comfort zone with your attitude. And uh, you can't, it's harder to grow if you stay within your comfort zone box, right? And every time 
you make a decision to go out of that comfort zone a little bit, you realize, oh, I did it. And you feel that much more empowered, you know, and uh, so that, that I can't, you know, the, I can't do this attitude, you know, and um, everybody has to start somewhere. Right. And so that, that I can't do this. Um, I know you well enough to know that you've never <laughs> said those things in your life. I don't think, I yep. mean, I can't do this. My best friend. I figure it out for myself. And oftentimes I end up having to figure stuff out for other people, but then that's just me Googling for them. So <laughs> um, something called Google. so much easier nowadays than it yeah. was. Yeah. 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 I'm privileged in that, right? Yes. <laughs> Back then we had to pick up the phone, you know, and that's something that's hard for a lot of people now is picking up the phone. You know, I know with my own kids are forced to do that more now and it's, and they're okay with it. But at first they were, you know, really nervous about that. And then I realized, okay, I did it and it was okay. And the next time they did it again, and that got stronger every time, but, you know, be, be weary of that. I can't do this mentality and um, try or ask questions and, and push yourself just a little bit because it's, it's always a good thing when you do that. Um, you know, and then along with that, if you, if your attitude is one of, oh, everybody else is better than me. Right. Um, and you're not comparing yourself to other people. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think uh, I've, I've heard, and I, this is how I was too, when I was younger is I always assumed everybody knew so much more than I ever would. Or, um, I used to have some thoughts and, you know, about different things. And I thought, oh, well, you know, I'm new. So like, I'm sure that this had been tried before. Um, I cannot tell you how many times in the course of my life and talking to other people, how many people have thought that said they don't open their mouth. And then um, I just heard somebody recently say that they didn't open their mouth about something. And then finally, somebody else did, had the same idea. And it was like, they were, everybody was just like, oh my gosh, you are so smart. And the person's like, oh, I should have said something. Um, but, you know, but everybody's nervous, you know, right? Have you ever, have you ever had a situation like that where, you know, you can, you assumed that it's so obvious, you know, so you don't open your mouth? way too many times. I, um, and that's the situation you, you just described has happened to me more times than I'd like to admit, because I, I don't, when you're in a new situation and especially being like me, I am so, I am such an introvert. I'd like, I it's, I'm hard pressed to leave the house. Most times <laughs> I just don't, I just don't do the social thing, which is why I hide behind a camera, um, a, or like a, a laptop. I do the back end of things most of the time. So, um, I, I have a really hard time being confident in my ideas um, when I'm when I'm in a new situation. Because like if I'm in a situation where like I'm the resident expert, I have no problem sticking up for my ideas and like shutting other things down. Um, but yeah, when you're in a new situation or just an unfamiliar or an uncomfortable situation, you're talking to a new group of people or maybe you're meeting with someone you've never met with before. Um, being being confident in your ideas and and honestly, I actually just told somebody this um, yesterday, the worst thing anybody can ever do, um, with regard to this to you is, is say no. Right. Yeah. What are they going to miss? Yeah. You're going to miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't take. So you might as well just share it. And if they say, shut it down and that was a stupid idea, then you're like, all right, well, you know, I thought it was a great idea, but you know, move on then. Yeah. Or maybe, you know, um, if, if they, if they say no, okay. Yeah. Or whatever. And, they may say, oh, actually, 
that's a good idea. And we tried it, it didn't work and explained yeah. it or whatever that you know. But yeah, what's the worst thing that can happen? A lot of times I hear people say, oh, that, yeah, um, this is a dumb, they, they feel dumb. You know, like somebody's going to think they're dumb. Um, and uh, yeah, and that'll hold us back in life. Um, the most confident people I've actually known are the ones that are okay looking dumb sometimes. I mean, I, I'm not, I don't see myself as a really confident person. However, at my age now, I'm like, okay, so I'm dumb. Yep. That was dumb. You know, like laugh at myself, you know? And, uh, um, and, and I think when I do that, other people feel more at ease yes. admitting, right? Yes. That I think that's exactly it. And that's, I, so I had so many teachers growing up, like first day of class, just so everyone knows there are no stupid questions. Like you would have snickering and stuff if you did ask a stupid question, but most of the time, like 99.9% .9 of the time, if you raised your hand and you asked a question, most of the other people in the class had that same question and weren't confident enough to ask it. So it's the same with ideas. Like you just described, that's why people get into those situations because yes, there is an obvious thing. There's an elephant in the room, nobody's saying it. And finally just somebody says it and you're like, well, I was thinking that too. It's like, then say it, you know, just, just say it. However, whatever mental block you have. Um, and I, all of us do it. I feel like it's just a human thing to do. Um, but the people who get ahead in life are the people who just, like you said, are willing to make themselves look stupid, but they don't even look stupid. It's just, they're willing to put themselves out there and their ideas out there, you know, yeah. and, and whatever happens afterwards happens afterwards. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So I think all of these things, you know, and I know our time is just about up here, but, uh, but just, just refocusing and thinking about the value that you contribute and care about and, um, uh, you know, taking those risks. I think that's, that's the big thing, right. Is being, being willing to, to fall on your face, every successful person, every single one of them, the only difference is they get back up. Or they take the risk in the first place. Every single one of them, you know, when you um, hear their journey, um, and they're in, I was at something recently that there was they were showing like this chart of life, you know, it's like you know, like there's hills and valleys, and it's like okay, but then you know, still heading in the right direction. And each of those, each of the time you fall back down, you learn something from it. And so I think um, one of the, uh, of this takeaway I'm going to leave everybody with too is. I was lucky enough to work at a company that, thank God, they said, if you're not making mistakes, it means you're not taking risks. Yep. And they wanted us to take risks and try to do something different. That was such a refreshing um, mentality. And, and I was quite young at the time. And I'm like, okay, all right. So they're going to have my back. They're going to say, hey, good job taking that risk. And so I just felt more empowered to just get out of my comfort zone. I love that. I learned that a lot um, back in the day when I was a CNA and I worked at a memory care uh, in a locked memory care facility. Um, I got so much good life advice from from those folks because they really um, they did talk about that. They talked about their regrets, and I even think back to my own life. I'm like, shoot, I should have done that. When you know, how would my life have been different if I did do that? Um, mm -hmm. And I don't want to get to that point because um, they, you know, they would tell me just live your life with no regrets. Just um, yes. the things you want to do. Cause they're like, I'm, I'm sitting here and I'm, but, you know, we would, you know, they had a good sense of humor about it, but you know, they're like, I'm locked up in here. I can't go anywhere. Cause I'll forget where I am. Um, and, uh, yeah, they, yeah, I think is just, it's, it's, it's necessary for success. 
and, yeah. and having changing your attitude, changing your mindset to be confident in taking those risks. Because the worst thing is going to happen is you 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 make a mistake and you learn from it, and that is a positive thing. So, exactly. yeah, awesome, awesome. Well, thanks for that. You know, there are a little you rah rah attitude talk here, and uh, so we will say goodbye for now. Um, Dose of Unity. Uh, follow us on Facebook and Instagram and all that good stuff. And uh, we will see you again soon. Bye. Thanks. <laughs>